If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal. For anybody that wants to do this test, you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com, Viome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have a whole bunch of callers on hold, so we'll get to them in just a minute. But we have some big news here at our house. We had a new great-grandbaby born yesterday on my brother Jay's birthday. So his name is Bryant and he joins his big sister, Lily, and they live in Utah. My husband, Tim's, this is my husband, Tim's oldest son, Randy, who was born when I was in, I think the third grade, maybe the fourth grade. And he's a big ex football player, granddad, and uh, like my husband, Tim. And so we're all just thrilled for them and for their family out there. I can't wait to get my mitts on him once things calm down a little bit and travel's a little easier. The funny thing about Randy, my stepson, is that he calls me his wicked stepmother. And it's just become a a running joke to the point where when we have, when I send him a birthday card or a card for something, I always sign it, love, dad and WSM for Wicked Stepmother. So we have fun with that. So welcome to the world, baby Bryant. I have two great grandchildren now, which is fun. And then I've got five grandsons all through marriage, but it's been great because they started being born when I was, gosh, in my, I think around 40. And I got to play with them. And now they're all big and bossy and either out of college. Some of them are out of college and some of them are in high school. So it's a lot of fun. So welcome to the world, baby Bryant. I will, I posted a picture on Instagram. I'll post more when I get them. 
Alrighty, let's go to the phones. And our first caller is Scott. Hi, Scott. Hi. Hi, Scott. Hi. How me? are you? Yes, sir. How you doing? Uh, okay. Um, well, Terrific. not very well, actually. No. Uh, um, I'm sorry. Where are you located, Scott? We, we're, we're in Maryland. Um, okay. And I'm calling regarding my wife, Rebecca Robinson. Okay. And, um, she's been in the hospital with, with uh, cancer treatment, and um, we brought her home to home hospice a week ago, and we were, she was listening to some of your podcasts with my daughter. Mm-hmm. And... Think you can do the speaker phone. No, I prefer you stay off the speaker because it's not a. I can hear you fine, but I prefer you stay off the speaker because it's a better connection if you're not on speaker. Uh, Okay. Okay. Anyway, we we brought her home a week ago to start home hospice, and she actually passed this afternoon. We were hoping that she could talk. And um. Yeah, it's it's really been tough, but we have a lot of family here and friends, and we were, I guess the couple things we are looking to see if you could find out for us is, is you know, was she relatively comfortable when she passed, and and who was who was there to meet her, or who was waiting okay. for her? Yeah, absolutely. You can oh, ascertain. Oh goodness, I am so 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 sorry. You have my sincere condolences to you and the family. Have you or your family had a chance to read Angelic Attendance yet, Scott? My book? No, no. Okay. All right. If you email me, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com, I'm going to send you... Okay. Email me, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com, and I will send you a copy of my book, and I believe it will provide a lot of comfort for you and your family. So that's number one. When we pass, God, we're surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones and the spirits of deceased pets as well. So she was surrounded by angels and her family members and just a multitude of spirits that were there. Did she, was she able to see Anybody that was there in spirit form, did she mention anything to you or to your daughter? The only thing, I heard her calling for Mama, and yeah. um, and she asked for her sister, Holly, who got here two days ago, uh-huh. who, who's and, living, but her mother right. had passed right. last year. Yeah. So when we pass, when we're dying, it's the mother spirit. So if her mother had still been alive, it would have been her maternal grandmother. It's the mother's spirit that puts everything together from the spirit world, brings in the angels, brings in the other spirits. And it's really a glorious situation from the spirit side of the equation, Scott. And if you go on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, there are illustrations of what I call the 12 phases of transition. And it's how we're surrounded by angels and deceased like loved ones, does. regardless of how quickly we die. Like if it's prolonged over a long time or if it's something that's very sudden, because time doesn't exist in the spirit world. Time is a human creation. So 
that's the everybody goes through those phases. Was she comfortable? So, Rebecca, were you comfortable as you were in your last time on Earth? She says for the last couple of days, she said it got better the closer she got. So she said that you guys needed to medicate her pretty um you know, a pretty good dose. She's saying day three, when she got home, like three days before she passed, she was in pain. Is that what you guys were experiencing with her? Not really. Uh, yesterday is when we actually started morphine. We were using some okay. Other, okay. Uh, less strong drugs prior to that. Yeah. All right. She was saying she was in some pain the third day before she passed. She's saying the last couple of days, no. And she's also saying that as the brain, as as we get closer and closer to leaving, that the brain starts to not register pain. So it acts almost kind of as a, an, an anesthesia, almost, at the end. So she's saying she wasn't in pain. She's saying it was very smooth. She's cute. She said it was smooth as silk. And she's she's telling me that it's so far beyond comprehension what she's seeing. She's talking about that she keeps seeing all these iridescent colors. And she says they're brighter and more brilliant than anything she's ever seen before. She said, imagine the colors that come in a, a crystal that the sunlight is shining through. Mm-hmm. She said she just keep, she kept seeing all these colors. When she, what happens is there's a vortex that forms above the head, Scott, and you'll hear people with near-death experiences, they'll talk about going through a tunnel, and that's what she's showing me, is when she went through the vortex and got out the other side, she's just gifting all of these amazing iridescent colors, like if you had a prism, you know, and it was reflecting different colors around the room. Neat. Yeah. So you can talk to her anytime. You just think of her. Our heads are big satellite dishes, Scott. They receive and they transmit frequencies. And every spirit has a frequency that they keep throughout all of their lifetimes. So in order to talk to her, all you have to do is think of her with your head. She will be right there. She comes in right away. And if you want to talk to her, you just say something to her. And she's going to answer you, and it's going to feel like it's a thought in your head. It's going to feel like it's your thought in your voice. She's going to answer you. How you know it's her is it's going to come in within a second, as fast as you can snap your fingers. If you think about the answer to whatever you said to her, and it takes a couple of seconds or longer, that's going to be your brain talking to you. Now, the more you do it, the more you're going to get answers that you're going to be able to validate. And then the more validation you get, the more you're going to trust. And then the easier this is going to be. Likewise, if you're doing something random, like driving down the road or fixing dinner or whatever, and you think of her out of the blue, that's her letting you know she's around you. So I I hope that helps. I hope so. 
Thank you. Yeah. Okay. You are so welcome. I'm honored that you called in, and I hope that gives you some comfort. Email me, and I'll send you a copy of my book. And I think that will bring you some more information and some more comfort to you and your family. So as you go through these next few days, look for the little miracles along the way, Scott, because they're going to be plentiful. Are you going to do a funeral and all of that? What do you guys... Have you gotten that far yet? What your plans well, are? I have a memorial service once COVID backs off. Um, Good. Can't okay. Do much. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, surround yourself with family and friends right. and sending you lots of love and big hugs. And uh, thanks for calling. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll see who's next. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Stay with us. Welcome back, everybody. Our next caller is Karen. Hi, Karen. Hi, Karen. Can you hear me? Hello, hello. Karen. Well, okay. So let's go. Hello, can you hear me? Oh, there can you, you are. Hi, girl. Yes, hello? ma'am. Hi. I never I never got the, the notification you've been unmuted. So I was like, is it me? Is it me, Karen? How are you, Julie? I'm well. How are you? Great. Happy New Year. It's been a Happy while. Happy New Year to you. I know. Please tell everybody where you're located. I am in Mexico. I live in Oaxaca, but I'm Irish originally. I know. We can tell. <laughs> oh, well, good. <laughs> well, how are things down there? Yeah, all good. You know, just getting on with this, doing our best and keeping well or as best we good. can. Terrific. Well, you got a question for me? I do. Just a quick one. Um, I've like breaking, broken out in this weird kind of rash. They're all like little lumps kind of around my mouth and nose. And mm. now it's been like a couple of weeks and I've I don't know. I just thought of you because I was like, what the hell is this? I was trying to see, did I change anything? And from my own Googling, it's like perioral dermatitis or something, but it's not something I've ever experienced before. So I was just wondering if you could take a look or see. And it started around the holidays, Karen? No, I think it actually started before and now when I think about it, but like it was really small. I didn't think much of it, but now in the last I say even week, it's just kind of like flared up and I'm like, oh, okay. And mm-hmm. I'd say it could have been November-ish or around November. Does it hurt yeah. or itch? Yeah, it was worse. Yeah, definitely itchy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not as itchy at the moment, but it's still there because I've been putting like colloidal silver and aloe vera on it, which has like really helped with the itching and that, but kind of doesn't seem to be I, I get all excited I'm like oh yeah it's clearing and then it just looks as bad like this evening mm-hmm. again just looks as bad and I'm like what the hell 
Well, I'm going to get you on my radar here and see what's going on. So for those of you that are first-time callers, what that means is I'm going to raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit, and I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to hook into Karen down in Mexico. And then I'm going to have a hologram of her in my mind's eye, and it's going to be as if I'm looking at an X-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. And then something will be identified, and then immediately thereafter, there'll be some type of energetic healing that will take place. And I'm going to, Karen, you know, I'm going to describe it to you. And oftentimes, my analogies are really hilarious, but that's truly just how the images come into me. And I'm very descriptive because if you can envision them, it helps integrate the healing into your body. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading down to you in Mexico. All right, got you. It's a it's yeast. You've got some yeast going on. Mm-hmm. Try and find a fungal, some kind of a topical fungal cream to use, Karen. Fungal cream, yeah. 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 And and use that around your nose and your mouth. It's uh it's yeast. And my guess is it's probably coming from your gut. Have you had any Gus, yeah. discomfort with your stomach, with gas or bloating or pain? No. Okay. All right. My guess no. is you probably yeah. ate something that got you out of whack. So I would try a fungal cream. And they've got it in the drugstore. They'll yeah. have lots of it. Yeah. Yeah. And and you can use that. And if you can't find it, I'll tell you where it works good, too. Our uh, couple of creams, Jock H cream works, Athlete's Foot cream mm-hmm. works, and Vaginal Yeast cream works. So just rub a little bit of that around your nose and your mouth, and I believe it'll, it'll clear up quickly. Cool. And Annie, right. is there any energy healing going on at the moment even? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Uh-huh. I watched an energetic oh, yeah. antifungal cream get used. So oh, yeah. it's it's happened on the energetic level. It's already cleared up. So you just got to follow it up with a little bit of cream on the human level. Yeah, and then you'll be you'll be good to go. You can Amazing. go back to your mod. You can go back to your modeling career. <laughs> oh yes, that career. Thanks okay. a million, Julie. You bet. Take care. Thanks for Jesus. calling, Karen. Bye bye. 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 All right. Let's go to Rose next. Hi, Rose. Hi, Rose. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm very good. I uh, have an embarrassing embarrassing question to ask you. When I was six years old, I gave gave, uh, birth to twins. And after a few weeks of having them, I had a debilitating pain in my pelvic region that I have on and off sporadically for the past 16 years. I've had every test known to mankind, and everything always comes back perfect, thank God. But the pain is so bad when I get it that the only thing that will relieve it, and it doesn't even really even touch the pain, I've had morphine given to me, and I had a prophylactic bilateral mastectomy in August, and I didn't even take a Tylenol for it, so I have a very high threshold, is if I give myself an enema, and then I have a bowel movement, and then the pain um, releases, but nobody can figure out what it is, 
and it's just making my anxiety so much worse because I never know when this is going to happen, and it's the kind of pain that makes you feel like you're going to black out. Yeah, stops you in your track. Rose, where are you located? I am calling from the beautiful uh, New York State. I'm on Long Island. Wonderful. All right. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to hook into you, and then we'll see what's going on. So here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, as I like to say, and it's heading up to you in New York. I'm going to scan you over the break, Rose, and when we come back, I'll let you know what I come up with. Stay with us, everybody. We'll be right back, and we'll see what's going on with Rose. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back, everybody. Before the break, we were talking with Rose on Long Island in New York. And Rose, I got you on my radar right as we were going to the break. And what I saw was a separation in your rectum, basically. It it reminded me of a couple of things. First of all, a chicken breast where the cartilage is the bone still in and the cartilage is there and it separates it in the middle right there's lots of meat on both sides of the cartilage that was number one the other thing it reminded me of was when i'm driving north out of birmingham i cross the tennessee river about huntsville and the tennessee river is divided in the middle with these islands and it goes really far down the length of the river and it almost looks like it's two different rivers and so what I did was I watched that middle section get removed. And what I believe is happening is you get so much pressure there because it's it's bifurcated. You know, it's coming from the top and then it goes into two separate lanes, if you will. Does that make sense? No, I'm kind of confused. Okay. Well... Bottom line is I removed the section in the middle that was causing it to be bifurcated, to be put into two separate sections so that there's more room now to evacuate. That's what I saw. And that's the healing that I watched happen. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I hope it helps. So do you think that was from pregnancy or from just happening? Yeah, I do. I do. I did you have the babies vaginally or did you have C-sections, a C-section form? I had a C-section. Okay. But they were all yeah. full. Were they, was it planned or, or had you gone into labor? It was planned, but then the day before I was supposed to go in, uh, one of them was in distress. Yeah. So then we had to go in the day before. Okay. All right. Yes, I do think it was related. I do think it was related when you were pregnant because of just the the pressure and the weight and the girth and the, you know, all of that carrying a couple of babies at the same time. So I hope that helps. So I don't need to do anything. I just need to just enjoy my healing. That's it. Well, 
I can't tell you that. See how it feels. The healings will integrate into your body. That can happen instantly. It can take days, weeks, months. may need some kind of complementary care. But certainly it's always our spirit's prerogative to utilize the healing in a way that's going to best facilitate whatever it is our spirit is exploring. So I can't tell you if you'll integrate it or not. All I can tell you is what I watched happen. So I hope it helps. There's no there's no specialist that I need to go to. Well, I don't know. Right now, all I can tell you is what I saw. So if you want to do a deeper dive, Rose, schedule an appointment with me, and then we'll have a whole hour to reverse engineer what's going on. But right now, I just watched this healing happen, and hopefully it'll help you feel better. All righty, let's go to Vanessa next. Hi, Vanessa. Hi, Julie. How are you, can girl? You I can. I'm yes. good. Oh. Great. Where are you located? Um, I'm happy to talk to you. Thank you. I'm Knoxville, Tennessee. Okay. Speaking of the Tennessee River. <laughs> I just um, mentioned it. I want to come up there sometime to a Tennessee game and go to a party on those that flotilla of boats that dock outside the football stadium for the UT games. I that's yes. on my bucket list. Yeah, Come on. sounds so fun. <laughs> okay, well, um, I would like you to connect with one of my dogs okay. and um, look at his brain, or yeah. or if you could do a whole whole scan, but mostly his brain. Oh, what's going on? Um, well, he um he had seizures. Um, but he, he's been on medication. He hasn't had them in a while, but he is very aggressive. He's nervous and he's very, um, high strung. What's his name? Vanessa. If if he's just, his name is Murphy. I love that. And what kind of dog is Murphy? He is a blue tick hound. Okay. All right. Okay. You were saying he's aggressive. What else were you getting ready to say? Um, he's aggressive. He is very um fear. He's got a lot of fear and and anxiety in him. Mm-hmm. And um he's had seizures, but he hasn't had them in a while, but he's been on medication for a year. So. Mhm. Did they just start out of the blue, Vanessa? How old is he? Um, they started right, um, he, before he turned a year, he will be, his birthday is in October. He will be three this October, but so this has been a while, but his, um, his aggression and his, um, anxiety have gotten worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they're in pain and they don't know what's going on, they, it, it really freaks them out. Does he try and run away, you know, when he gets scared and, and um, I, I, he, yeah, um, he will go to the, um, he'll, he'll do weird things. I can kind of tell when he's upset cause he'll go down the hallway and mm-hmm. kind of want to be left alone. Um, he's just, I, I mean, I can tell when something might be coming on, but then he, he can be fine. And then he'll like 
totally different dog. His eyes turn real hard. He'll um, he'll have soft eyes. They'll go really hard, and he will growl and snap, and just completely different dog. Oh, geez. Okay, let me get him on my radar, and let's see what's going on. Here we go. Here comes my laser beam heading up to you in Knoxville. Okay, I got to go through Chattanooga to get you from Birmingham to get to Knoxville. So, <laughs> got that. Again, speaking of the Tennessee River. Uh, all right, got you. Got Murph Dog. Murph Dog, what's going on? Mm. All right, I'm in his brain. And Vanessa, it looks like there's some wires that have gotten fried. Like if you see a, a electrical box in the wall in a home or in a building and some of the wires look like they're charred and they're not connected, that's what's happened is what it looks like. I don't I don't know. We can if you want to do a full appointment, we can figure out what happened. But what I'm doing right now is I'm p- applying stem cell energy to those wires. It's like like if an electrician came in and the wires were separated and they taped them together with electrical tape, that black electrical tape. That's what I'm watching happen. But instead of electrical Uh tape being used, I'm watching stem cell energy be used, which is a light amber color gel, has sparkles in it, and it has the consistency of a watery gel. It reminds me of Dippity-Doo hair gel when I was a kid. So women of a certain age, like me, will remember Dippity-Doo in the 60s and 70s. And there's a vortex spinning inside his brain. That's reconfiguring those neural pathways. Uh, so Was he born, Clay? I get a no on that. It's something he's been exposed to. So... You did you basically allude that this all started when he was one? That he had his first seizure when he was one? He didn't have this as a puppy. It was um, we got him at twelve weeks, and he was um, he he seemed fine. But when he it was August, so it was his birthday's in October, so it was August when he had his first seizure. Mm-hmm. So how old was he? Um, so he would have been about uh, 10 months. Yeah, yeah. No, he was exposed to something is what I'm getting. So hopefully this is going to rewire his brain back to a normal situation, and hopefully that will help with him. When he's getting aggressive, he's afraid. He's scared, and that's what's going on. So, yeah. So I hope that helps. Schedule, again, schedule an appointment with me. Let's do a deep dive. Let's see what we can figure out what's going on, what happened. And then we can take it from there and see what else we can do to help him heal. Everything's healable. So. I asked you have an appointment in March. So Perfect. Wonderful. You know the trick. Check the reschedule button on your confirmation email to see if there are earlier appointments that become available if you're interested in that. Because people reschedule all the time, and then that's how you can tell if there's an earlier appointment available. So just keep your confirmation email, and when you think of it, just click on the reschedule button, and it will tell you what's available. So I look forward to having you for a whole hour. Thanks for calling. I hope Murph feels better. Wonderful. 
Okay, take care. Bye, Vanessa. All righty, let's see who's next. I believe it's Harry. Hi, Harry. Hi, Harry, are you there? Hello, hello. Hello, Harry. hello. Hi, there you are. Hi. Hello, can you hear me? Hi. Yes, sir. Hey. How are you? I um, I had a question. Uh, okay, first of all, Harry, where are you located? Oh, sorry. Northern Virginia, Fairfax. Okay. Okay. And guess what? I'm going to have to hold you over for the break. So we'll find out what Harry's question is when we come back from a quick break. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll see what Harry has to ask us and see what Spirit has to tell us. Stay with us. Welcome back, everybody. Before the break, we were talking with Harry, who lives in Northern Virginia. And Harry, you had a question for me? Yes, I did. Um, my mom passed in August. And um, I'm sorry. when she was in hospice, my sisters had um, some kind of huge fights, uh, which resulted in them, you know, not speaking to each other. And um, pretty much that's the way it's it's remained after my mother's passing. Uh, and, and my question was just that it, if she has anything that she wants me to say or do, perhaps on her behalf, uh, to help them, uh, because it's pretty much left the family in tatters. Oh, boy. Has her estate been settled? Are they fighting over? What are they fighting about? Uh, well, they were fighting over um, who uh, had control over uh, taking care of mom's uh, uh, business estate, um, one of my sisters uh, was taking direct care of my mother, and um, the other sister had, uh, I guess, uh, I guess she had uh, legal, uh, had been given legal control, and she wanted to uh, have every say in doing what, uh, in, in what happens to my, what happened to, to my mom. But then my sister decided she needed to take action because she was the one that was there, and there was a big fuss about that. And then there was a lot of distrust between the two of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, I, I don't know the whole story, but... Yeah, I was getting it was something to do with the estate and the will. And actually, when we come back from the, the break, we're going to talk about that, because that was the question that was my blog. That's check the question that was chosen about that, about settling an estate and probate and all of that. And, and and people, I think things really get out of proportion when a loved one is dying and then when they pass, Harry, because our emotions are so raw because we're upset that our loved one's passing and all of that. Did your mom have a will, I hope? Yes. Good. All right. So that'll help. Your mom is standing next to you. She's saying there isn't anything you can do. They will figure it out on their own. Just stay neutral. 
So don't take sides. Don't get involved. Let them be drama queens together. And you just just stay neutral as much as you can. I mean, you know, sometimes that's easier said than done. But but yeah. when when it gets really bad and they, they'll try and pull you in, most likely, if they haven't already, have they started that? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. So what you can do, Harry, is you just ask yourself, if let's say one of them wants you to come over and but she she's not going to let you come unless the other one isn't coming or whatever when something feels badly to you ask yourself is this going to kill me in the next 2 minutes use the 2 minute rule if you feel neutral or good about something that's going on with them or with anything really then you know you're in alignment with your spirit if something feels badly then ask, is this going to kill me in the next two minutes? When you do that, it helps you be able to differentiate between what's a real fear and what's a fake fear. Because when there's a feud going on like that, people try and manipulate other family members because they think it's going to help their cause when more people feel the same way that they do. And it doesn't because they're creating that reality themselves. So use the two-minute rule. Is this going to kill me in the next two minutes? If it is, change the conditions. Get out of the road before your sister backs out of the driveway and hits you. <laughs> if, if it's not, then you know that it's a false fear. And don't do anything you don't want to do. I, I mean, if it feels bad, don't do it. It's really that simple. Are you the only brother? I'm the only brother, and I've really had to distance myself from, from the whole situation. Yeah. Um, it, it's not that we've had a lot. We have a lot of communication anyway, but it's just, it's it's kind of sad because you know it, it, they're my mom's legacy, and you know they're behaving. Uh, yeah. You know. Uh, well, the other the, the other thing to remember too, Harry, is that everything always unfolds perfectly, even when it feels awful, even when we're in the middle of it and it feels awful. It's all unfolding perfectly. And when they're acting like a fool, when they're acting like fools, just know that that's benefiting them in some way. Their spirit is exploring what it's like to act like a fool. And so it's benefiting them and it's their drama. It's not yours. So hopefully that will help. Does that does that help? The two-minute rule, I'm telling you, you can implement the two-minute rule. It will work in any situation, and it's free, and it's convenient. It works anywhere your brain is, and your brain's usually with you wherever you are. So, yeah, it's the best of both worlds. It's free, like and it's that. convenient. Definitely right. use it so much. Two-minute rule. Okay, Harry. Good luck with the girls. Take care. Bye. All righty. Let's go to Jamie next. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Are you there? Hi, Julie. Oh, there you are. Hi there. How are you? How are you? Congratulations on the new grandbaby. Thanks. Yeah, I can't wait to get my mitts on him. Yeah, they're so fun. <laughs> I can't wait to look on Instagram at pictures. Yeah, yeah, his picture's in there. And, you know, of course, his granddad played D1 football for a really big school, so he's a moose. My stepson is like Ooh. six, seven, and 
I don't know, he's well over 300 pounds when he was playing. I don't know what he weighs now, but he's a big guy. It makes me feel petite, and I'm 5'9". I'm not petite. <laughs> but when I'm around him, he's almost a foot taller than I am. But I still tell him I'm still his boss. So you got a question? for First of all, where are you? Where are you located? I'm in Denver, Denver, okay, Colorado. great. You got a quick question for me? I do. So um, I suffered from a chronic illness uh, for about 22 years after uh, giving birth to my daughter. Uh, it was traumatic birth, uh, birth injuries. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, I suffered for about 22 years. Turned out to be Lyme disease, uh, which mm-hmm. I was able to kick to the curb a year and a half ago. Great. Um, been feeling pretty good uh, overall until uh, about November, October. My brother passed away suddenly on October, on November 1st. And since then, I just kind of feel my health possibly declining. And I was just hoping that maybe you could do a quick check and see if, you know, things are lined up well or if there's anything that maybe I, I need or... Yeah, um, yeah. Nice, Staten. You've got yeast overgrowth. And that always comes with the lime, and usually there's mold exposure that's part of the equation too. So get some nice statin, N-Y-S-T-A-T-I-N. Stay low on the food chain, Jamie, and you'll get your body back in order quickly. Nice statin is a prescription, so you'll need a doctor to to uh, order it for you. So I hope that helps, and I hope you feel better. Okay, everybody, stay with us. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing They've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth bedding. I love them, and so will you. Welcome back, everybody. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 667-770-1476, and the access code is 483-620-POUND. This information is available on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and in the show notes, you can download the show anywhere you get podcasts. We're on all the main podcast networks, and we're also on YouTube and Alexa. If you want to listen to the Ask Julie Ryan Show on Alexa, just say, hey, Alexa, play the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and she will. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. Again, that's ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. And you will be entered into a free drawing, into a drawing for a free session. It's a free drawing too, but a drawing for a free session. 
and that's valued at a couple hundred bucks. And we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want. I can scan you medically. I can scan your dog or your cat or your bearded dragon. I had one of those yesterday. Uh, we can talk to your deceased loved ones. We can talk to your spirit guides, your angels. We can do past life stuff. You know, I am a buffet of psychicness. And so it makes it fun because every call is different. And we have a ball in that hour when we get to chat. Colin details can also be found on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook and Pinterest at Ask Julie Ryan. A reminder to call is posted on the day of the show on all of those networks. And in the rare occasion that I'm not doing a live show, we'll post that too. No live show tonight, but I'll have something that's a fun interview pre-recorded that we'll play that night. So everything's at AskJulieRyan.com. While you're on my site, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. That's a question somebody submitted online along with my answer. And you can schedule an appointment with me there. Just get on my calendar. That's the key. And then you'll get a confirmation email and that reschedule button, what I was talking about earlier. Just click on it periodically if you're looking for an earlier appointment because people reschedule all the time. And then a lot of times you can get in within the next day or so. It's pretty wild. And everybody's so excited when that happens. It usually happens at least a couple of times a week. So just check that reschedule button. And then Angelic Attendant Training, the class is happening for January right now. We started with a new group last week. What an amazing experience. They are all just delightful, extraordinary people, and we're having a ball. So the Saturday, that'll be the second week. We go four weeks on Saturday, and you learn how to do all the stuff that I can do because, you know, I learned how to do all this stuff. I wasn't born with dead people chasing me around the room as a little kid, or if I was, I didn't know it. I learned how to do all this. Dead people don't chase me now either, but I can communicate with them, among other things. All right, here's the question for this week. comes from April, and April lives in Charleston, West Virginia, and she asked, Hi, Julie. My father transitioned on August 12, 2021. After losing the ability to swallow and enduring nearly two weeks without food or water. Thankfully, my sister and I were able to be at his side through the whole process, something for which I will be eternal, eternally grateful. His ex-wife was his caretaker and had power of attorney over his affairs. My sister and I are the only beneficiaries in his will. Our relationship with his ex-wife has always been rocky, and we do not trust her to fulfill our father's wishes. We, do, we don't know where his assets are located, so dad's ex-wife is the one who must supply that information. Because of all of this, we've decided to pursue a full probate, but don't want to create unnecessary strife if it isn't what our father would want. Any guidance you can offer would be so very appreciated. Thank you, April. Remember I told you that we'd be talking about this here with this blog? This this unfortunately happens more often than not. So here's my response. My condolences on the loss of your father. Thanks for submitting your question. Unfortunately, it's one grieving families too often face. The American Bar Association says, quote, Probate is the formal legal process that gives recognition to a will 
and appoints the executor or personal representative who will administer the estate and distribute assets to the intended beneficiaries. That would be you and your sister because you're the only ones named in your dad's will. I went on to say, in order to get some more guidance for you, I consulted with my dear friend Diana, a retired judge. You know, I I just figured she'd give me the scoop and she's my friend, so what the heck? Diana said, quote, probate can be acrimonious and costly, but fruitful if someone is truly hiding assets. So the real question is, do they believe she would slash is hiding assets? If yes, then probate can force an investigation and hopefully disclosure as the court has the ability to order an independent investigation, end quote. Based on your comments, it seems you don't trust your dad's ex-wife. That's coming from me. Having said all that, I connected with your dad's spirit and asked him for his opinion. Here's a summary of our conversation. Is it in your daughter's best interest to pursue full probate to settle your estate? He said yes. Is your ex-wife attempting to hide some of your assets? He said yes. Is it worth the legal fees your daughters will incur to pursue full probate on your estate? He said yes. These are my questions that I'm asking their dad. And then lastly, do you suggest your daughters pursue full probate in settling your estate? Again, he said yes. Your story is a reminder that everyone, even people without perceived assets, needs a will. Add to that a living will. That's what your wishes are, your medical wishes in in the event that you can't make decisions for yourself. A durable power of attorney that's who's going to be able to make legal decisions on your behalf if you can't, and then a medical power of attorney who can make medical decisions if you can't. It's a gift of love to make the settling of your estate easier on your loved ones when you have those items in place. Hope these suggestions and answers from your father help you decide what to do. So I often hear from people, yeah, I need a will. I need to get to that. One of these days I'll get that done. And it never happens. And then they pass and their family's left holding the bag. So everybody that doesn't have a will, just go online and do an internet search. You can download the documents for your state to do a will, do a do a durable power of attorney, durable medical power of attorney, and a living will, what your medical wishes are. You can download all that stuff for free. And then you take them to a notary and you have some witnesses and they're going to sign it. And then you have a will and an estate, at least the basics, that will help you avo- help your loved ones avoid this kind of strife because it's awful. And, and that happens while they're grieving, too. So it's just adding, adding insult to injury with that. Go online. Best yet is to, is to work with a lawyer. But if you don't have the money to do that, go online, search the documents, search them in your state, because each state has different parameters, and you'll get a boilerplate document that you can use. So that's on your action item list for the first of the year. Get a will put in place. Okay. Enough of my preaching on that. Let's go to Lorraine next. Hi, Lorraine. Hi, Lorraine. Well, 
I guess she's not. Well, are you there? No, I'm here. Hi, Lorraine. How are you? Hi. Hi. I'm just wonderfully fine. Well, terrific. Please Um, get me off speaker. Get me off speaker. Thank you. (laughs) Can you get me off speaker so I don't hear myself? Yes. Yes. Is that better? That's better. Thank you. Where are you located? Okay. I'm in Chicago. And Chicago. You and I, I know, yep. but all my I, listeners don't know where you are. Okay. I'm in Chicago, and my wonderful doggy, Rufus, wonderful German Shepherd, uh, was speaking on your program because he had recommended that I get a white German Shepherd named Crystal. That's right. Yeah. And, yes, and so I don't have her yet, or him, because he would be named Chris, but I just spoke tonight with a lady from the Echo White German Shepherd Rescue and volunteered oh. as a foster And so I know that someone's coming to me soon. How fun is that? Isn't it? It is. Oh, my gosh. I love that. When you were saying that that you wanted to get a white German Shepherd, I was going to say, well, did you put in your order? (laughs) A lot of people will put in an order for a dog and then they have to wait till the dog's born. But I love the idea of a rescue. And I love the idea that there are white German Shepherd rescue organizations. I had a white German Shepherd growing up named Frosty and we got her when I was in second grade and she passed. We had to put her down when I was graduating from college. So she lived a long time, but she was just amazing and the, a funny story about her Lorraine when my parents changed the rugs in their bedrooms they had hardwood floors after she died a couple of years they took the rug up and the imprint of her body was on the hardwood floor it was like the shroud of Turin she, she slept next to my mom's side of the bed so I'm going to hold you over for the break Lorraine when I come back I want to hear more about your your future puppy Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Before the break, we were talking with Lorraine and uh, her late dog, Rufus suggested that she get a white German Shepherd and name it Crystal. Right, Lorraine? Yes, you are right. I love that. Uh, Okay. I... Okay, I didn't... I never thought about fostering a dog. And I don't know that I'm ready to have one for me forever. But I thought that if I could help someone I would like to do that so that's when I called this white German Shepherd fostering group and I I just feel so strongly that there is an energy 
in our planet that is asking us to help others in 2022 and the next 10 years especially. And so I'm so surprised that you called on me because I, I don't have a question. I do want Rufus to know that his promise to me, and, and this is what he promised me, he said he would take care of me even more, even better than he took care of his first mom. And I just so want him to know that he did that. Yeah. He accomplished his goals absolutely. Yeah. And with that, that leads to all of us taking care of each other in a way that maybe we haven't known how to do right. in many measures. Right, right. So well, the, the thing that I'm really proud of you about, Lorraine, is that you've followed your guidance because Rufus sent you information when we spoke about that he wanted you to get a white German shepherd and he wanted you to call it Crystal. And that's so random because white German shepherds are not very common. And then Rufus yeah. sent you information for you to look up to see if there was a white German shepherd rescue. I never heard of that. I mean, what possessed you to do that? You were led. White German Shepherds. Yes, I was led. And I just spoke with them tonight to complete the the verbal part of the application. Yes. Wonderful. And and so you're you're just such an example to all of us, Lorraine, because you you got information, you were led, and you took action. And that's really the key. We all think, okay, well, we're we're going to manifest things and we're just going to think about it. Well, you got to take action. When spirit gives you information, whether it be your late dog or your late grandmother or whomever, your spirit guide or your angels, information is going to come in. It's going to be a thought in your head like, hmm, I'm going to call this White German Shepherd Rescue. And you took action. So good for you. Please let us know what happens. When you when you get your dog and if you if you email a picture to me, Lorraine, I'll post it online so everybody can see it. I will. I will. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling. Take care. I can't wait to see the dog. Oh, my gosh. Our Frosty when she was a puppy when we got her. Oh, she was the cutest thing you have ever seen. Dog hair. Oh, my. Lots of white dog hair. But she was worth it. Okay, how fun. What a fun story. Let's go to Jessica next. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? How are you? I'm great, thanks. Please tell everybody where you're located. I'm in central Washington State. Yeah. All right. Got a question for me? Yeah. I do. This is really, I need information regarding purpose or dharma. Okay. Um, as things have shifted in my life, I just wanted some guidance from spirit or grandma, grandpa, or guide, or dog, or whoever. Uh, okay. Up. Um, I've, I've thought about different options, and I just kind of wanted a little bit of direction. So, I mean, I okay. do have more details, okay. but I don't know. What What's your question? Like, 
should I work on, I'm not a technical uh, person, but I have a lot of um, background in uh, like natural health, and I was considering developing an app, but I don't have the technical inf- knowledge, and so I would partner with someone. Or should I go back and work on another plan because it's not quite the right direction to go? Should I stick with my own practice that I already have that isn't doing well because of COVID in natural health? Should I teach? I'm kind of all over the place with options and standing still in the middle of options. What came in is all of the above. And what I got on the app, there's a ton of energy on the app thing, Jessica, but not necessarily to have to partner with somebody because you can hire somebody that can do it. And you could even hire a kid at a CIS department at a local university, and they can do it as a project as a class project or as a project that they can have as to, so they get a grade on it, kind of like an intern. So it doesn't have to cost you a lot of money to do that. So I got that. I got a yes on that. I got a yes on your practice. I got a yes on lecturing. I got a yes on writing books. So I think uh, all of the above, you're going to be led like what Lorraine was talking about. She had an idea and then she took action you're going to have an idea come in your head, and it may be one day, it may be you're writing something, and then the next day, it may be that you have another have idea a... for something. Yeah, I've got lots of ideas, and that's the problem. It's <laughs> not we... a problem. That's not we... a problem. Hello? It, you don't have to just do one at a time. Problem. You can do multiples all at the same time. And you can do multiples all at the same dur- time during the same day. That's that's a limiting belief that we're raised with, that you have to focus on just one thing. I am a great example of that. I have founded nine companies in five industries. But people go, well, you have ADD. Okay, fine. I was interested in something. I developed a company to, you know, in that field. So you can do it all at the same time. So I hope that helps. Yes, full speed ahead. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to get some more callers on when we come back. And right now we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back. Our next caller is Elise. Hi, Elise. Hi, Julie. Hello, hello. Calling. Please tell everybody where you're located. Uh, Wenham, Massachusetts. All right. Terrific. Right. Well, welcome. Thank you. Um, I wanted to know, what what is my guardian angel's name, and is there any are there any messages? Mm-hmm. Your guardian angel is calling itself Silva, not Sylvia, but Silva, S-I-L-V-A, huh? Silva, which is probably a nickname for some Sil- Silvestri Silvestri or some something. Uh, guardian angels are are funny, Elise, because. Oftentimes, especially when I first started talking with them, they'd give me these names that were 
maybe 15 letters long, and they would be all consonants, no vowels. And I'd say, how the heck am I supposed to pronounce Uh that? Can you just give me an, an American English name that's easy? And so I get Silva. So remember, too, angels and spirits don't have a gender. We equate a gender with a name, and that's okay because that helps us understand things within our human frame of reference. And it's okay if you refer to, do you get Silva as a a female or a male name? Do you have a feeling one way or the other on it? I had a cat, like, I had a cat for like 20 years named Sylvester. (laughs) And we called him Billy. there, There you go. Sylvester. Yeah. Well... That, that, oh, are there that, any messages? That's close. That's close. You got a question for Silva? Well, just, uh, does he, are there any messages? Like, I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, there's lots of messages, but we don't have enough time for all your messages. Do you have something in particular you'd like information about? Um. Yeah, how's my dog, Stuart? <laughs> Is cause Stuart's deceased? Yes. Yeah, he's around you all the time. You think you hear him, is what I'm hearing. You think you hear him, and you and, and especially initially, you thought you were losing your mind because you could hear him. So, yeah, he's around you all the time. You can talk to him. You know, your head's a big satellite dish. Just say something, either louder in your head. He's going to respond. It's going to come in within a second, like what Lorraine was talking about with Rufus. You know, she's getting guidance from Rufus because she has these thoughts that come in her head. And then you can ask him something or make a statement and he's going to respond. And when you know that it's him, it comes in with a second. If it's if your thought takes more than a couple of seconds, that's your brain talking to you. So ask him a question. Yeah, I called in about a year ago with a, a cancer question. Um about my husband and I just wanted to, and you reset him or whatever it is you do. And I wanted you to know he's cancer free. (gasps) Hallelujah. How fabulous. Thank you for letting us know. I did a healing on him. So it's spirit working through me and with me. Yeah. Yeah. And not me doing it. It's spirit working through me and with me. (laughs) Say that again. I'm sorry, Lise. Yeah. Well, Pardon? What, it, what were you saying? I'm getting an S. No, you wanted me to call back um, a few months after his treatment, and um, he was just all cured. And I was like, well, I'm not going to waste your time with, you know, <laughs> um, calling again and when you could help someone else. But um, anyway, we're very grateful. Oh, goodness. That makes my whole, that makes my whole week. Thank you so much. It's never a waste of time to call and give us an update on somebody that's feeling better, especially somebody you love. So thank you for that. What a wonderful, wonderful what thing. So, log the line. <laughs> nah, yeah, no, no, it's good. All right. Well, give our love. Give my love to your husband. Very Tell good. him congratulations and carry on. And uh, and thanks so much for calling. Thanks. And enjoy enjoy Silva. Enjoy your hey, angel. Bye. By the way, guardian angels stay I'm with sure. us through all of our <laughs> lifetimes. So Silva's been with you through all of your lifetimes, and she will be with you. She or he will be with you going so forward. That's... So I I think that's kind of cool too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Thanks, Elise. Take care. Bye-bye. How exciting is that? Oh, my goodness. All righty. I always say it's not me doing the healing. It's spirit working through me and with me. So nobody heals anybody else. We all heal ourselves. And uh, no medical provider, no healer heals anybody else. But we facilitate healing and we facilitate helping people heal themselves. But my favorite analogy for that is when somebody has surgery at the end of the procedure, the surgeon will close the incision with sutures and staples. The surgeon doesn't make the patient's skin grow back. The patient makes their own skin grow back. I think that's a great example. All righty, let's go to Ashley next. Hi, Ashley. Hi. Hello, hello. Welcome. Where are you located? Hey. Sioux City, Iowa. Sioux City. Well, terrific. You got a question for me? Yeah. So for about a month now, I have had, um, I guess what you would call like a pulsatile tinnitus in my ear. It's like a whooshing. And mm -hmm. um, I went to the ENT, had a hearing test. My dad had otosclerosis, which is an inherited disorder, so they thought it was something with the ear. Everything checked out. Hearing is amazing, and this is really, really bothering me. The other thing that's happening is, like, my heart is, like, feeling it in my throat, in the back of my head, like my abdomen. And um, so there's three things in my body that I know for sure I have going on that I think might be causing this, but I don't know. And the newest thing was that, an MRI, I had an MRI last year that didn't reveal this, but there was no contrast, and the neurologist that I saw really blew me off. But this time, it came back as having a Chiari malformation, which essentially what that is is when there's a herniation in your skull, so your brain is sort of going through your skull in a way, or like 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 a hernia, any other any other kind of hernia. So there's that going on, and then... Um, but that didn't show up on the scans, though, Ashley. It showed up. It showed up this time on this MRI last week. But it did. Okay. Um, and I think it actually showed up last year. But he blew me off, and because then it was called cerebral tonsillar ectopia, which is actually synonymous with this Chiari thing. But he said that it's not, and it doesn't mean anything. So, could have been going on for a while. Or mm -hmm. and and uh, it can be acquired, or you can be born with it. But point being, there's that going on. I also have a hiatal hernia, and then you know I, what? And my let's let's, and let's then do, I have, let's do yeah. one let's do one thing just so that I can get as many callers on as I can. What's the one thing that you have a question about oh, that you'd like for me to check? And and thing, all this other stuff. Schedule an appointment with me. Schedule an appointment with me so we can have a yeah. whole hour and then we can get through all of it. But what's the one thing you want me to check? The one thing that I would ask about more than anything is the pulsatile tinnitus or what I presume it to be because I guess I just don't know. My right ear and hearing that whooshing is like where is, exactly is that coming from or what's the cause if you can find it. Mm -hmm. I'm in your right ear right now. You had a perforated eardrum at some point in your life. You probably had an ear infection. Yes, exactly what have, I thought. That's what I you thought. Have a, you have a keloid, so the scar didn't heal completely 
when the skin healed on your eardrum, it didn't heal completely flat. So what I've done is I've excised it out. I'm using stem cell energy to go in to regenerate that eardrum. And then that's getting healed right now with stem cell energy. There's a little teeny tiny vortex that's in the middle that's regenerating that eardrum. And then I'm watching it get the eardrum itself is getting adjusted. I watch musical notes and sound waves bounce off the eardrum. And it's really interesting because then I'll watch the eardrum get pulled in different directions, Ashley. And so I'm watching that happen. And then what I'm doing is I'm tunneling through your eustachian tube on that side. Let me tunnel through the eustachian tube on the left side too and see what's going on there. Okay, that eardrum looks fine. It's all on the right side. So hopefully that will help. Thanks for calling. I think we lost her. But thanks for calling, Ashley, and I hope you feel better. Schedule an appointment with me, and then we can do a deep dive on all that stuff that you've got going on. What I can tell you is I watch this healing all the time happen with uh, tinnitus or tinnitus. And so often we'll have an ear infection when we are little and it leaves a scar on the eardrum and the eardrums this membrane that vibrates and something can cause it to not vibrate correctly and so that's what I do I watch it get healed by getting the scar off of it and regenerating the eardrum so stay with us everybody we're going to take a quick break when we come back we'll get more callers on you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan show And we're back. Our next caller is Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Julie. So good to be on with you tonight. Well, thank you for calling. Yeah. I'm calling from Richmond, Virginia. Richmond. How are things down there? I think we're about to get snow. So. I think you, I think you're right. I saw that. the I talked to my friend Mary in Minneapolis this morning and they're they're bracing for eight ten inches up there and they have a lake house and she told me her husband and kids were going up there. I said, Why would they go up there in the snow? And she said, Because, you know, there are those of us that like to play in the snow. I thought, Oh, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's just beyond my comp my, you know, idea of fun things to do, but a lot of people like it. So Yes. Good yes. for them. Yeah. You got a question for me? Um, I do. I'll keep my question um, sort of brief. Do you have any insight as far as um, a relationship for me? No. Like a romantic relationship? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had an interesting situation. And um, anyway, I'll just keep it brief. Yeah, just if you have any insight for that. Well, be more specific. What, you got somebody you're interested in and he asked you out on a date? What's up? What's going on? Well, there was somebody that I was sort of in love with, but he um, is widowed, and yeah. I am a bereavement consultant. I, it was really interesting because I at first thought maybe his wife really had a hand in us meeting because uh-huh. I that's what I do for work is help people through their grief. 
And I thought that was sort of interesting, but I recently found out that she just died. So she, I, he's not really emotionally available, I don't think. So I'm just wondering, like, there's someone else for me. You are so full of baloney, girlfriend. Don't be judging what whether what he thinks and what he doesn't think just because you think he's not ready leave that up to him follow it step by step my gosh you know it's it's so funny it's let me give you an press one to return to the you an example star. when uh my girlfriend's husband died recently like four months ago or so and he told her that he was going to send her a place holder a guy until they could be together again and he said he's gonna she'll know that he's sending this person because to look for a mermaid this was before he died they had they had this all figured out so anyway so she goes out on a date with this guy this guy's got a plane he takes her to his hangar to show her his plane he's a retired pilot he's got a mermaid on the tail of the plane so, Debbie, don't don't go, you know, deciding stuff. Just let it unfold. She may be sending him to you. Just pay attention to how you feel. If you're having fun and you're enjoying it, go for it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay, so that's pro- most of that. You missed most of that. What'd you miss? That that go for it. That don't don't be creating stuff you don't want to happen. And just because she just died, that doesn't mean that he's not ready for another relationship. It happens all the time, especially with men. Men don't do very well being by themselves. I so. know, I know. Yeah, my dad. When my no. mom died, funny story. When my dad. My dad, about a month after my mom died, he was telling me that he got this sympathy card from this gal that he dated in high school. And he said, oh, it was so beautiful and blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, you know, he's going on and on. And I said, well, God, Dad, was she a poet or what? And he said, she wrote, so sorry. And that was it. I said, Dad, you are so looking for something here. And then they dated for four years and she extended his life. It was great. So. Don't be making stuff up here. You don't know how it's going to work out. Just go with flow. Okay. All right. I know that. I know what you're coming That's... from is you're is you're coming from counseling these people who are bereaved, and you've seen it. But you mm-hmm. know what? That's why God gave us emotion. Emotions an internal GPS system. When we feel good, we're in alignment. When we feel neutral, we're in alignment, neutral or good. When we feel badly, we're, it's coming from fear. you got to determine, is this a real fear or a fake fear? You know, what's the worst thing that can happen? You go out with them and you decide it's not a fit. Is that going to kill you in the next two minutes, my two-minute rule? Nope. Do you have the potential to have a lot of fun? Yep. So go for it, girl. All right. What's your question? I'm sorry, I'm hey. going on. I'm not even asking you your question. What's your question? Uh, that's my. That was my question. Like, as far as insight, as far as a relationship, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Enjoy. You know, if, as long as you're having fun, continue to do it. We we try and 
think too far in advance of, oh, I don't want to get involved with this guy because he might hurt me and he's not ready for a relationship. You don't know what he's ready for and not ready for. Let him decide that. And then and then you just go from there. Take it a step at a time. Things in the future, Debbie, are fluid. And there are about a bazillion variables that can, can come into play to affect, affect an outcome. So just a day at a time, a step at a time. If you're having fun and you're enjoying yourself, just go for it. Continue to enjoy yourself. Don't think too far in advance. Just And when you feel yourself feeling like, oh, I don't know that I really want to get involved with them because I don't want to get hurt, that's an irrational fear. You're making that up. It's fake news. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you ask, is this going to kill me in the next two minutes? You disrupt that frequency. You know it's false. It's a false fear. And then you can get back in alignment and then you'll think of something fun to do with him or with somebody else. And then one last thing I'm going to tell you that I always tell my sorority girls when they're brokenhearted is if you get your heart broken, you want you to remember one four letter word and it's next, next, who's next and go for it. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. (laughs) Okay. Call back in and let us know how it goes. If you see a mermaid on something, you'll know, you know, that's your sign. I'm just kidding. Thanks for calling, Debbie. Okay, everybody, that's it for this week. I kind of got off my soapbox there, but, you know, have fun. Life is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be enjoyable. So just concentrate on how do you feel in the minute. You feel good, enjoy it. If you don't, figure out, is this a real fear? Is it a fake fear? Usually it's fake. So I'll meet you all here next week. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Sending you lots of love from Sweet Home, Alabama. Bye, everybody. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.